think night time is more favorable for recording hi once again welcome back to episode oh we're changing the name of this podcast because the new dawn is kind of common common is the word i'm looking for yes there were too many i need dawns and i like as i was trying to search you know i'm just um getting used to this whole trying to see to search for a podcast and other things came up so then i changed it to journey to dawn but it's the same thing basically um moving from where we are like okay we've gotten out of certain darkness dark situations or sad situations and now we're moving into like to dawn like you're walking and then dawn is when the sun starts rising and all these beautiful things so basically that's my mind behind this so today i don't know i don't think i should introduce myself because most of us know me but anyways my name is belinda tumine i am a female um christian born again i love the lord i I think that's it that's all y'all need to know that's all you need to know honestly anyways yes that's all you need to know you don't need to know much about me you just have to listen to me and what i'm saying like you know you can learn more about me from my contents eh okay so today i want to talk about african proverbs like okay not really talk about them but just like laugh about them because african proverbs and proverbs in the bible are actually very important in our growth or as a journey towards adon towards getting into what we have to get into because they are full of wisdom and wisdom is quite important for growth so yeah i want to talk about african proverbs and you know african proverbs are very funny and sarcastic so i think i'm going to have fun with it uh yes there is where there is good there is wisdom so i believe we are filled with the holy spirit even though i'm going to bring in certain african proverbs into this so i think the first proverb that i'm going to talk about is um this one i just had i've just had it today on pastor m mildred okonko's youtube she does okay she's having a certain thing where she's talking about proverbs okay she had this whole thing for a month about proverbs on her instagram page and now she's just doing like talking about proverbs that she grew up around so there are certain proverbs that caught me caught i don't want to say caught my eye but caught my ears and eyes and i'm like "Hmm, this is interesting and it'd be interesting topic to talk about so um not plagiarism by the way for those of you who think i am not i am not uh what's the word for this not authentic is it authentic i am not oh creative is the word i'm looking for i am i am creative trying to see different ways and to bring uniqueness i don't want to do things that have already been done um kind of doing things that have already but i don't want to do 
like i don't want it to be predictable and and to you know mix it up and you know like you know you know if you don't know you will know so the first problem that i want to talk about is that i had today is um you don't clap if you're not going to dance Ibo language it is said in a very different way or in pidgin that is the, the i think nigerian slang it's also said in a different way but what i can say is um you don't clap if you're not going to dance this to me what i understood from that translation was there are certain things that you're not going you, you should not start because they lead into other things for example it's coming it's coming anyways for example uh let me see let me see um okay we are hmm i'm trying to see an example that's not very confrontational that's what's taking me so long okay Um okay let's say your friends are saying they're going to have a party and you know they're like I mean parties and youth parties these days there's weed there's all these things shisha and alcohol and all these things so then they tell you like we're going for a party and you don't not that it's people have the right to do what they want to do but you're not really into the alcohol thing or your beliefs and values don't align with the alcohol situation so you're like but i'm just going with my friends you can just go with your friends and go into certain situations because you might find yourself in doing the same thing because the bible also does tell us that um bad company corrupts do not be fooled bad company corrupts i think that's the exact quotation so yeah think about that you don't clap if you're not going to dance the other example that i have is pretty i think it's more accurate but i don't want to be confrontational with this though okay let's just have it do not okay for example um hmm, hmm, hmm. let's just give this so you're probably in a relationship and you you guys are okay you're good you're fun you're, hey, you're doing well and then yeah okay anyways let me just get into it so we have these bestie situations that happening these days bestie 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 of the opposite sex i don't know why they can't be of the same sex so you keep okay this is like saying don't clap if you're not you if you're not going to dance hmm? so you're putting yourself in situations which kinda make you vulnerable to dance or for infidelity like samson thought he was very strong that he could like what could delilah do to him and the woman cut off his hair and he lost all his strength because he thought he was so strong and he divulged all his secrets and everything because there is a, a certain foolishness that comes over you when you're too con- conceited like when you're too proud you feel like okay i'm not i don't really know if samson was proud but he was too sure of himself he lay on the chicks 
thingies on the chick's laps and then she tells her that if you cut my hair I lose all my strength that's pretty like selling yourself like yo ntwala take me and i die in a way but once again we're going to put this on to not disturb um so as i was saying the so this whole situation even when you're in a relationship and you have certain values that you both hold and stand to putting yourself in certain situation situations causes you to fall into temptation because you're not going to do certain things if you don't want it to lead to certain things we are grown people we know what happens so i don't need to get into that but we understand what i'm trying to say and then the other proverb that i have was is a proverb by that my younger brother told me that my elder brother had said and that is um the stubborn fly follows the corpse into the grave mm. like fire you know it's we were laughing about it in the morning like yo that is wisdom that is wisdom <laughs> i don't know if it was sarcastic or not but like when you think about it it is there is a way in which when you're so blinded should i say i don't want to say blinded but there are certain things that we are so focused on that they blind you from certain realities happening around you or certain things that you should also focus on for example some of us have a habit of over focusing on work and you forget family you forget friendships you forget relationships you forget important things because you're following certain things and at the end of that day <laughs> how can i put this without sounding weird i'm trying to get a very good way but um a stubborn fly follows a corpse into the follows the corpse into the grave like there are times when you are so 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 so, so over ambitious over certain things you start becoming foolish and foolish not in a term of wanting to attack you but like you become um hmm you become like that's why initially i said blinded like certain things um you can't see certain things even when it's clear like before the eye that yo this is this you you just can't see it because you're following something like even when people try to tell you now that's that's the stubborn part you know the bible does say that um in the multitude of counsel is wisdom so when someone is telling like three four five people telling you that chick eh? like okay okay let's not talk about relationships because that could be a different situation but someone is people telling you i don't really think you should invest in that I don't really and it's not one person or two people these are very many people who are giving you and these are people who are probably experienced in that area like yo in the multitude of counsel is great wisdom so when god actually accepted that that should be written in the bible it means it holds very great insight and wisdom and you know that the bible is very deep and dynamic it is bottomless so 
there are certain things that you just shouldn't take at at um face level like surface level you shouldn't just think that oh that means that yeah i just have to listen to people who are advising me and you know i can choose whether i should take it or not no it's like there are times when people warn you like out of love of course have that discerning spirit but i don't think that five people in your circle in your inner circle can tell you the same thing and you still think they do not love you like someone tells you I think you should do this. The second person says, I think you should do that same thing. The other person says, I think you should do the same thing. But for you, you're so stuck on what you want that you're only focused on that and whatever anyone else says doesn't hold any anything for you or doesn't make sense. That is somehow, to me, it's, it's sad really because you fall into things and at the end of the day, I don't know if you're anything like me, you're going to be like, man, Kale, this, I was told, I was told not to do this. I was told not to go for this relationship. I was told not to go for that investment. I was told not to rush into that job. Like many, many of us at our age as youth, because now we are young, I mean, eh, eh, we have all the energy and our lives, uh, we have our whole lives ahead of us. So we think that we have too much time when we actually don't so there are certain mistakes that you make because you are young and people don't understand i am young you're not going to be young forever yes you're not going to be young forever that's why when people say do this try to do this try to do this try to do this like yeah listen listen like there is wisdom in the multitude of counsel what other hmm other proverb is there um oh this one that my mom likes saying this and her say in luganda um akunama yesigampareye that's to say one who bends like let me say if you bend putting on a very short skirt or Okay, because okukunama is defined in very many ways. Because just putting on a very short skirt can be termed as okukunama. So, akunama is That's to say that someone who there are some people who do some things that they have certain things that they are relying on behind them. Now, let me give an example of a job situation. You're at a job and there is this person who is unruly, who shouts, who does all these things, can speak back to the speak back at bosses and everything and they are not fired so you also are not going to go from wherever you are and come and do the same thing because this person knows what they are relying on they know exactly what they're relying on either they have connections or they have some things that are packing their position in that area of course also as we are packed by god but like just think of it someone who Evil, evil people have some type of um, false, false, um, what can I call it? False, false safety. Like they feel safe in whatever they do because they know that they can get away with it. Like someone, hmm, if I get into this now, it's going to become political. Like that, I'll give examples of the corruption that has happened in our country. Like they know they can do it because they can do it. They can get away with it, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that proverb. And then there's also this one of, okay, it's not really a proverb, but 
it's a situation i think if you've grown up in an african home you have gone through this so um most of you have grown up in african homes unless you guys are diaspora people so um the, the next one is um you can't go to hey you know the situations when you you you're going for like a wedding at home and then like okay you they you are guys as a family you're leaving home you're going either to visit or a wedding but then before you go mom tells you to you know kulia but you know there's also going to be food there and you eat really like to your feel my mom usually would say you don't go to places without having your feel and to me that can um now you know i come like now as i've grown i'm out of home and all those things you think about it, i think about it in the context of like you should never go for a certain journey when you're not prepared like if you are not prepared for certain things okay sometimes we get so excited about where we're going we don't take time to prepare for the journey in which we're going I'll give an example that many people give of marriage you are excited to get married to have a ring to you know the wedding it look beautiful put on that dress dance do all those bridal entrance things and yeah beautiful things glory we praise god for them because they are very beautiful things but then you do not and actually some people just to be called a missus and you do not prepare yourself for the journey that you're going into for marriage you don't know that like you haven't prepared yourself spiritually probably physically i don't know how people prepare themselves physically for marriage but you're physically emotionally mature maturity wise you're not mature enough for marriage so you get in there and ah we're having problems because you had not exactly prepared for this journey not that you guys are not right for each other or that you're not supposed to get married but you didn't prepare yourself for this journey so that's also something to think about like as you're going oh yeah brings me back to the scripture of that guy who built a house on the seashore like if you think about it why would you build a house on a seashore i think that the parable is in is in look like why would you build a house on a seashore don't build your house on a sandy land don't build it near the shore oh it might look kind of great Oh, although it might look kind of nice, but you'll have to build it tight, so you have to build your house once more. You better build your house upon a rock. You make a good foundation on the love, you know. That song. Yeah, Sunday school songs. Um, And I'm very sure that text doesn't look like when you, you haven't prepared yourself for floods, for all these things that happen next to the ocean it's very beautiful to build by the ocean but you haven't just like how marriage is very beautiful but if you've not prepared yourself and you've not built on a right foundation that is a rock you 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 cannot literally the success of the marriage is going to be for prayer mountains and all these things of course even if you build it on a good foundation still have to have prayer mountains and all that but i won't speak about marriage because i'm not married and i did say that i'm going to take people where i have been so i haven't been in marriage yet yet is the keyword so um basically that or you are going for a job and you 
know job requirements these days are very diverse eh? they ask you do you know a specific language and you say yes i i know it because you really need that job and then you go there and you're to win it or you're in amaganda and then they're saying speak lubar and you're like jesus praise the lord i am not ready but the salary is very beautiful and that the fringe benefits are so yeah you know but now you're there they have put you in a certain area i don't know where the bar speakers are sorry but yeah so they put you in a remote area they only speak that language problems you see so prepare yourself like if you're going on a certain journey take water with you like go with water or eat before prepare yourself so as you get there even if when you get there you don't find food you don't find that problem that not really that problem you don't find the situation that you're anticipating you will be okay but aha uh-huh, in luganda it says what comes nga you know destroys i think very little things i think that's like the buddha thing like as it's coming you know it's coming so if like a rock is coming from the mountain you know so you remove your tomatoes you remove your what you remove so by the time it it finds you it it gets very little things because you're prepared so preparedness is very godly be prepared in everything that you do yes what other proverb um hmm. let's see direct translation because i don't know how to really translate it into posh english but direct translation an old person's eye sees in dirty places <laughs> that sounds weird but basically it means um older people since they have more experience than we have in most areas of life they see further than us uh-huh something i think it's when they are seated see better than you who is standing something like that they see further than you they see further than they see further than you seated meaning like there are certain things that they have gone through or that they have seen that they can tell like their patterns that they have learned that eh i won't know what you always do this is this this is a problem this is going to be a problem for you because i have seen this type of pattern and yes many of them don't need to be exactly born again but you know wisdom is not only confined to salvation people are wise very many rich people not being born again but that's not to say that salvation is disregarded in salvation you have an eternal source of wisdom our wisdom runs deep let's not go into that for today but if you're listening to this and you're not born again you're missing out on and never ending source of wisdom love joy peace and all these things all beautiful things are in salvation trust me all beautiful things we are content like me i'm content in salvation even if what comes i'm content i'm very content in salvation in christ jesus my girl my lover my best friend yes so um what is i saying about oh yeah so these guys have seen things where 
they see further than you like my mom has told me very many times she has warned me and said hey this situation as if it's not really going to turn out well and later on i'm like i remember and i'm like eh, she said it and when she said it from there i was offended or oh, she's just talking and she now she's just bugging you know these things that we say these days because you're trying to you know I don't even know, but it's. I, I also have kind of disregarded certain advice, but I try not to because of these elders, like older people have. I think that's the reason why you should have elders in a church because they have a certain level of wisdom. They have experienced more things than you have experienced. They take you where they have been. I have been in marriage for these years. I'm old. I know what I'm talking about. So if I see this happening in it's not going to work out because I know I have been there but many of us think we know too much and all these things but yeah so that is it that's another program that I have that I thought that I was thinking about today and then um, let me see And there's this funny one of um how can I face it? I know it I think this is I know it in Lusoga. Um my mom usually <laughs> when she's not happy with that she'd be like uh uh-uh, okay she'd give a like she'd be telling you a story and then she says Namaze maze otindimuka Anonia toy. Look in English. That is, I was opening, opening my eyes as though I am an in-law looking for a toilet. Amuko is a guy, so this is like a guy coming to a chick's home or a girl's home to probably see the in-laws and now the first time he comes he wants to use the toilet it's pretty awkward trust me it's, it's not a beautiful so it's you can't even ask like it's visiting in-laws is a bit yeah it's kind of something else of course you can ask after some time but it's it is it is a tense situation so like just picture you're dying you have like some serious serious tummy issues and you don't know where the toilet is you can't just go even if you know because this is your in-laws place man it's not a beautiful situation but yeah um if you think about it in like traditional homes or any african home banange i don't know why i'm saying traditional african homes if your parents if you're a millennial your parents are quite traditional because it's only us who are going to baby our kids. It's okay. You can do this. You can do that. You can. We can have discussions with children. We didn't have that in our homes. What your parents say is goes. You don't pay the bills. You don't feed yourself. You don't clothe yourself. So what? What are we discussing? Like what are we discussing? It, it just go do it. I've said do this. You're going to do it. 
I said, of course, when we got to an age like combination, bichi bichi, those things we talked about, but now things like boo, I'm discussing with you about relationships in high school. What are we discussing? If you don't have a relationship, things my mom would tell you pay your own fees if you want if you, if you want to have a relationship in high school you'll yeah, man growing up with african homes is very beautiful but yeah anyway so um what is it talking about so there are certain situations in life like that muko situation where you you literally feel stuck like you you don't know like you're so shocked by the whole happening that you just is that opening opening your eyes like what's going on okay okumaga maga i think in lugana it's maga maga like you open open your eyes i can't really explain it in english you open open your eyes like it's okukanula like you you open them wide but repeatedly like opening wide repeatedly i can't explain it better than that because you're so shocked by the situation or you're stuck or you're confused <laughs> you don't know what to do you try and picture that situation it's quite funny of course if you have a vivid imagination but if you don't don't blame me for laughing without you for laughing alone because your imagination is not vivid no, i've not attacked i'm just stating facts uh, yeah let me see if i have any other proverbs that i'd want to talk about Then okay, there's a story that um, Pastor M was talking about um, of two a lion and okay, there were two homes. There was a lion home and then there was a, a sheep home. Yeah. So <clears throat> both the lion and the sheep got children. The lion got a cub and the sheep got a lamb. So the sh- the cub and the lamb were friends, innocent friends, innocently. Like they would play, they they played together. Whenever the parents were not around, they played together. They would they knew somehow they're not supposed to play together, but they just played together because they are both young and they're you know cub and lamb. They are young, they are age mates. So they decided to play together. Whenever the parents wouldn't be around, they would play. Like the parent, the mom would go. The probably the lion would go and look for food, and the mom goes also to look for food or something of that sort. So they would they knew the time at which the parents would come back hmm? and kutega like then they would go back into their home. So they did that for quite some time and then one day the parents came back earlier. First it is the car, the lion that came back. But as she was coming, she saw from her father that her child was playing with a sheep and with a lamb and she was so perplexed. How can this child play with food? This is food. Like, literally, you, we, you know, yeah. So she was very frustrated. And the sheep also comes and sees her lamb playing with the cub. And she's like, this child wants to kill me. This is the same family that killed all his brothers and sisters and he's now playing. Why, God, why give me such a child? So, but the sheep was also lamenting. So, um, then, lay after some time, the 
time they thought their parents are going to come back, they both entered their houses. Now the parents turn back, walk down, and go to their different homes. Because they did talk. I mean, it's a lion and a sheep. So as when they get into their home, each parent starts having conversations with the children because they saw what has happened. And then the lion asks the cub, what were you doing? How can you play with food? How can you... Tomorrow when I come back, I want to find that sheep on a plate. Like, I want to find... In other words, kill it. We are going to have that lamb for for a meal tomorrow. And then the mom also tells that the sheep, the lamb that don't... Do you want to kill me? Why do you want to kill me? Why are you playing with our predator? Something like that. Uh, so basically they had conversations and told the kids the whole history, if there is history of their enmity and what, what, what. And then the next morning, the, the tab comes and knocks on the lamb's door. Hello, uh, no, come out and me play, come out and me play, come out and me play. Then the lamb looks through the window and sees that something had changed in the, in the cub's eyes. And he's like... Okay, the way they said it in, in, in that pigeon is very funny. Uh, okay, I don't know if I can't really say it, but it has um what your mom told me. I mean what your mother told you. My mother has also told me. Like the way they said it was now what your mama now what your mama tell you. Now my mama did shine my and they tell me to something like that that another thing that shine your eye there's something how there's a way they should put it which is kind you know the how they speak is quite interesting so yeah that was it that's how the story ends and for me what i learned from that situation is first of all um Okay, the, the, the true meaning of that parable is that kids are not born with prejudices. They don't know. Like, they don't know, Mania, you hate the other family, you don't connect racism, um, religion, um, all these things. Basically, kids are innocent. So, they, until, until you, you, you yourself as a parent instill certain things into them, they will not know that we cannot talk to these people we cannot say this to these people we cannot have conversations we cannot play we can do this these guys are not our friends white people are bad black people are bad black people are less all these things that we see in the world it is not inborn it is taught it's learned so that's what that's the true meaning of the the parable but also what i also got is sometimes you you do not know when you're playing with fire out of innocence like you play for example he's a devil an inch and he takes a mile so you play with you put yourself in situations because you're strong samson you're very strong you think you're so strong you're so sure of your human strength you cannot fall into certain things you're just there playing playing with that devil putting yourself in situations that can lead you into temptation into what into what trust me i always say that every man is a murderer why because we have all killed someone in our minds may i even bury you like i kill you and i bury you 
it's not something that I'm proud of but I've gotten to points of anger which are not healthy and God is helping me to deal with my anger issues but you know there are certain times when like you know this thing of um, exalting our weaknesses me I have anger issues Ella my anger issues Ella me we like me those things that people say or I can out what on you I can yeah I don't say them but sometimes I feel like I can do it because there's a certain level of unhealthy anger that I get into that is not really good it's not it's not good it's not godly and God is really dealing with me in that area I'm being more graceful than I have been in my whole life but yeah that's to say that don't put yourself into situation like I know that I'm going to get irritated if I deal with certain things so I avoid putting myself into spaces where I know I am going to get pissed at someone or I'm going to get provoked into not an altercation because I'm not really a drama person but I I get this type of unhealthy anger way panting you feel so heavy like the stomach my tummy gets into knots all these funny funny things over a human being so me for me that's the example i'm going to give you i know you guys thought i might give you examples of fornication Wapi, i'm not but i'm going to give you that example for me i keep away from situations which cause me to be angry if i see that now that path is going to take me into certain other things i either say something that's going to drive us off course or i tell you what i think and make you stop because i know that person that i am and i am not so fooled into thinking that i am so strong i cannot fall into that which which you know gives us even an inch and he takes a mile yes guarding my heart so i don't put myself into situations which make me get provoked or angered hope you have enjoyed this episode don't even know what i'm going to call it because it's been quite interesting talking about proverbs uh let me see what's ever from the bible i can talk about um i think uh is it proverbs proverbs 8 i'm not sure i think it's proverbs 8 which talks about the personal wisdom how wisdom is beautiful how it's a crown how it's all these things so yeah, basically, you guys read proverbs. Proverbs can change you, eh? like your thinking. It changes your thinking, like the way in which you do your things. It's it's wisdom, like it is wisdom. Listen to your parents, honor, honor people, honor the parents. They have not said that you have to love. They have said honor, honor, like honor, just basically honor, honor. begins at home you cannot honor other elders and not honor your parents and think that is godly it is not charity begins at home i'm thinking about these situations because i told you like i am not going to go into marriage because i am not married yet as much as we know all things i'm just going to take people where i've not been yet so yeah there's that one of honor your parents um it's such you live longer like 
it's basically it's just honor them respect them listen to them because a blessing of a parent is very important as well as a curse of a parent god is a god of principle so my dear don't don't put yourself in situations like samson lion delilah's laps and they cut off your hair because for you you think i am uh what is this a time that you say usually That's righteousness righteousness statement that you usually say. Uh, anyways, I am an incorruptible seed. I carry the life of God. It is true, I'm not disagreeing with all those things, but God is a God of principle. So respect the principles and processes. This is not religion, this is just the way things are. You're not going to come and change them because for you. And trust me, everyone has had problems with their parents. No one has a totally beautiful... Okay, I have a beautiful relationship. But the, you can't just have a very... Relationships have ups and downs. So there is a point at which you're going to be pissed at your parents. But you're not going to be like, hey, hey. Because me, I'm full of God. I can say, I can speak back anyhow. I can do anything. I can issues. Even when you, dis, you disagree. Like, respect, man. If you feel like you're going to say something, keep quiet. This is also a weapon. And it's okay to keep quiet, people. Like, in all situations in life, silence is golden. That was not a lie. The Bible is very clear about your mouth. The tongue, shut up. Like, just shut up. When you feel like things, keep quiet. Don't say, don't speak. You don't have to speak. Because many times you do more harm than good out of you panicking panicking i'm full to speak because you feel like you have to say something mm-hmm. funny me saying shut up when i'm podcasting but anyways usually a talkative person i just felt like the reason why i started this podcast was because i felt like i have so much in me that i want to give out and i had no platform to do so because i don't know if i can stand in a pulpit and preach so I was like, I mean, these this things are made for us. Why not use them? Why are you kidding yourself? Why, why are you busy asking God, asking God? The things are right there. You have platforms. Use them. So I've used it. And yes, as I said, we're going to work on um, intros and outros, if that's how it's called. And make sure this podcast is better and interesting for us so once again my name is belinda and that brings us to the end of episode two of a journey to dawn peace